This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Regardless whoever wins the White House, we are facing serious geopolitical and economic challenges that could lead to the next great financial crisis. You need a recognized safe haven asset for your portfolio and IRA, and that asset is gold. Call Goldline and add physical gold to your portfolio or IRA at 800-913-GOLD. Goldline, been helping people diversify their portfolio with gold for over 55 years. Rated A-plus by the BBB. Read Goldline's important risk information, but do it now, because crazy times are coming. 800-913-GOLD. 800-913-GOLD. Glenn Beck. The Blaze Radio Network. Everyone says this is an anomaly. Donald Trump is an anomaly. Never happened before. Mm -hmm. Yada, yada, yada. Yes, it has. Just not in politics. But it has happened in our lifetime in a very, very um, visual in your face, everybody watched it, witnessed it, sort of way. Listen to this. And we just never thought of it. At least I haven't heard anybody talk about this. It kind of hit me as I was, there's kind of a uh, strange, circuitous way I got to this. But I was just looking at the at the ratings for uh, Sirius XM and, you know, trying to find out. I, I listen to the 70s on 7 all the time. and. <laughs> It's, uh, Let's get to the point. It's number four, but Howard Stern was number one. So I'm thinking about that as I'm as I'm coming into work today and thinking about how Trump had mentioned him last night, and then it hit me. H- Howard Stern, when he goes into markets, he started in New York, and then he goes into Washington D.C., and then he goes into Philadelphia, and every time he does that, now this is in a time when radio. This is before XM Sirius. This is yeah. This, this is radio. before massive syndication. Right. Uh, and and there's, e- there's no syndicated shows at this time. And everyone said when he was in Washington D.C., it was it won't, it won't work. It won't work here. It's unique. Um, it's a flash in the pan. He's he's a, a one hit wonder. Yeah. And when he moved from Washington D.C., he went to New York, and it worked again. He starts syndication. And so he goes to Philadelphia, and the number one show for, for I think, a decade or more was well, more John, John DeBella. Yeah. He'd been number one in Philadelphia for as long as anybody could remember. And everybody loved, loved He was Mr. Philadelphia. Yeah, everybody listened to him. Everybody loved him. And, and there was a graveyard of people with millions of dollars in promotion behind them. That tried graveyard, to just DeBella. bodies filled with people who tried to take on John DeBella tried everything, and it never worked. Howard Stern came in and took on John DeBella immediately, focused on him every day. Started talking about him, started repositioning, put his wife on the air, his ex-wife. Uh, you know, she told secrets about him. He, he, became, he became this laughingstock after a while. He completely yeah. repositioned John DeBella. John DeBella wound up, I think, getting fired later on. Uh, Stern went to number one in Philadelphia. He went into Rochester. Wait, wait, wait. So bad. That, he, was just so, he was so bad in, in Philadelphia that, if I'm not mistaken, John DeBella's ex-wife committed suicide. Com- committed suicide. suicide. Okay. Yeah. He, because, and, and you don't, you can't ever prove that. No, you can't, you can't blame that on Stern. Stern was, but, yeah, you can't blame that on Stern. But, but the humiliation factor was there. Was so strong in in this and he destroyed the any semblance of of uh, normalcy for John DeBella and his family yeah. he completely repositioned him within a year it was over and Stern was number 1 from right. then on and DeBella was nowhere to be found 
Uh, he went into Rochester, New York, where they had Brother Wheeze, and he had like he had shares in the teens and twenties yeah, yeah, at yeah. one point. The you guy know, was so you know a legend. Yeah, in brother Brother Wheeze was everyone knew Brother Wheeze. Everybody loved Brother Wheeze. Brother Wheeze was a guy on the rock station, so he was really cool. Um, he was very charitable. Um, he had a child who was handicapped. He would tell the story. He, Everybody loved Brother Wheeze. And Stern made fun of all that. Yeah, Stern took it. Took him into an old guy. He's, a, he's tired. He's, you know, he's took on has his, been. Took, took on, on his, his handicapped child. Took on his handicapped child uh, and destroyed Brother Wheeze. Okay. Became and number one in Rochester. In both of those, in both of those scenarios, everybody in the market will get into what their strategy was. But everybody in the market said, this won't work. You can't take him on like that. You can't do those things. And then when he would take on the handicapped child or he would take on the wife and the wife would kill herself, everybody would say, this is going to backfire. And it never did. It only made Howard Stern much stronger. Stronger and cooler and hipper. Yep. Well, then he went into probably the toughest market of all. He went into Los Angeles in like 94, 95. And nobody thought Howard Stern could possibly work in Los Angeles. Completely different attitude. Completely different mindset. Completely different audience. They, it's a, don't California's laid back. It's not like New York. That, that attitude is not going to work there. Plus, Mark and Brian were by far number one. And they were the Angeles. coolest so hip and so, so funny, so just, I mean, so innovative. They were absolutely brilliant yeah. and cha- had totally changed the landscape of morning radio. Totally doing something completely yeah. different. And everybody not only liked them, these guys were not old. They were really hip and cool. Early to mid-30s, young guys, and they t- they took the old zoo format and completely turned, turned it, it upside down and, and, and made made morning radio really cool again yeah and but on a rock station so yes. they weren't they weren't bubblegum they were on a rock station each time he went in taking down the number one guy because he was on a rock station they were on the rock station so this wasn't top 40 bubblegum stuff these were the cool people in the town that he was taking apart and stern never bothered with anybody else he only took on the top person he didn't he didn't bother with I'm going to get number 10, and then I'm going to work my way. He always went for the top morning show in any given market. So he repositioned Mark and Brian from, from funny and hip and cool to stupid and lame and sissies, and they were too nice. And so he repositioned nice into wuss cakes and, it just, and homosexuals. And homosexuals. He made them out to be gay. And he played old clips of their TV show, which didn't work out well. The TV show, The Adventures of Mark and Brian, and remember that? NBC, yeah, it was on NBC. And it was not a good show, because they were radio guys, and and it It was just radio stunts on on NBC, and it just didn't work. But he repositioned them completely. They went from number one in Los Angeles to number 11 in a very short, I think it was like six months. Nobody thought it could happen. Stern went from, from nowhere to number one. Mark and Brian didn't just go to number two. They went to number 11. They went from a nine share to a three six in less than a year. And they were never the same again. They never recovered from that. So now tie this to the election. So Donald Trump is the Howard Stern of politics. 
Yep. Donald Trump takes on every challenger, everybody who comes near him, his next closest competitor, he repositions. It's lying Ted. It's little Marco. It's, uh, it's crooked Hillary. It's crooked Hillary. It's, it's, it, is, it is the Howard Stern Act. And it hit me that here they are good friends. Trump has been on the show multiple times. I mean, the guy was on the show all the time. He's a and he fan. lives the lifestyle of Howard Stern, which yeah. also explains how, you know, Joe Lunchbucket <laughs> sitting there on the bar stool, he's just saying the same thing. Well, yeah, he's, he's speaking to the Howard Stern fan, okay? Mm-hmm. He's speaking to that same mentality that, that is just the guy who's just sitting at the bar stool. And that's the way he talks. This he is the Howard Stern of politics. He learned his lessons, I think, directly from Stern. Yes. And he thought, wow, that is a winning formula. And it is. And he's used it in politics so effectively. And I, I never... I have, been saying that, I have been saying that Roger Ailes is the guy who's going to get uh, Donald Trump elected. But I think Howard Stern is actually going to be responsible for getting him elected. Not that Howard is doing anything behind the scenes or anything like that. I don't even or that know it was it, even intentional. Oh, it wasn't even intentional. But he is using the Howard Stern model. And everyone who is fighting against him, they don't realize that the old model is over. Right. And so every single person, Weez, uh, what's his name in Chicago? Or I mean in, uh, in Philadelphia. In Philadelphia. Uh, yeah, DeBella. And Mark and Brian, they all did the same thing. Ignore him, ignore him, ignore him. He'll go away. And then when he would say more Mark and more... Mark and Brian up, never once mentioned his name. Yeah. And, never mentioned it. And, and as, it went, as it went along the road, uh, every time that they would do something outrageous, he's calling Mark and Brian homosexuals. That, that should not fly in Los Angeles. That should not fly in Los not with, Angeles. Not with fans of theirs. Right. And not, not just not with the, the, the California mindset. Yeah. You're going to start calling people gay? Okay. Then uh, you don't take on somebody's handicapped child. You don't take on somebody's family, their wife, and get in the middle of a and divorce. Look at, mocked a handicapped guy during the campaign. And nobody cares. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. In fact, it all makes him stronger. That's incredible. That's incredible. So... The American people, you're making your own choice. You're, you're, you know, the American people, what the American people are doing is making their own choice. And they will decide which one is going to be president or not. Um, uh, and it is the parties that are going to lose. It's the parties that are going to lose. They don't realize that uh, Donald Trump last night showed them the noose that is going around all of their necks. Remember... He is burning everything down. And, and here's an example of it. Can you imagine a time in American history where someone could say, yeah, I'm worth $640 uh, million, and I know that doesn't sound like very much. What? <laughs> $640 million, that sounds like a lot to me. Ten minutes later, it's $650 million. Not $640, 10 min- not even 10 minutes, within 10 minutes, it was $650 million that he was worth, okay? But that's not the point. He then said, I use bankruptcy as a tool, not as a last resort, not as, hey, it's shameful, it's, 
You know, a lot of people lost their jobs. It was really hard. It was the most embarrassing. I use that as a tool. You don't like it? Don't don't make that law. Change the laws. I use everything at my disposal. The reason why he's not showing income tax is because his income tax is because it shows he paid no income tax. Which he seems to honestly admit last Right. So you have everybody else ran from that. What did he say? That makes me smart. What is Joe Lunchbucket saying? The parties are saying, oh, you can't say that. Don't, don't, don't even do it. He's saying it. And what is the average person saying? Damn right, I wish I could get away with that. If I could get away with it, it's the burning of the system. If I can get away with it, I'm going to do it. I admire him because he's getting away with it. It's the Tony Soprano looking at Tony Soprano and saying, ah, Tony Soprano, what a life. Hey, you know, he's not that bad of a guy. Uh-huh. No, no. Guy's a killer. Guy's a killer. But we are looking now at the burning down of the system. And so he did not say the Republicans or the Democrats, the progressives or the conservatives. He put everyone into the same bucket, which is what America is doing. Politicians. Politicians, bad. Us, good. He's putting the rope around every politician's neck. Yeah, and the thing I couldn't understand last night was how conservatives are okay with him. And he's done this every single debate. They're completely okay, apparently, with him declaring bankruptcy four times and making that into a positive thing. They let him get away with that every single time. Every time. It's It's business. business. And And, and I'm just using the system. And what he said on taxes... What he said on taxes was abhorrent and absolutely right. Abhorrent. I didn't pay any taxes. That makes me a genius. Come on, man. That's, you know that's not right. But genius. And even if I did pay it, you'd squander it anyway. I sat in my living room and went, damn right. <laughs> okay? The yeah. burning down of the entire system. Yeah. The worst leading us to the worst. Regardless whoever wins the White House, we are facing serious geopolitical and economic challenges that could lead to the next great financial crisis. You need a recognized safe haven asset for your portfolio and IRA, and that asset is gold. Call Goldline and add physical gold to your portfolio or IRA at 800-913-GOLD. Goldline, been helping people diversify their portfolio with gold for over 55 years. Rated A-plus by the BDB. Read Goldline's important risk information, but do it now, because crazy times are coming. 800-913-GOLD. 800-913-GOLD. 